knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. segment i'm brad hicks and here here with me is uh, my co-host john how you how you doing today john i'm doing great buddy how are you man i'm excited i'm excited for our guest yeah today we have jo- uh, joshua booth he's from the uh moyak fishing series in missouri how you doing josh good how are you guys doing doing awesome man great. i just like saying moyak yeah, yeah. <laughs> just rolls right off the tongue don't it it does it does mm-hmm. All right, let's, so let's get into this. Uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, Moyak series you have going out there. Uh, Moyak, it was we were just kind of set up towards the end of 2014 by a small group of friends that wanted to, uh, you know, just bring the sport of kayak bass fishing to the Ozarks because it was something pretty new back then. And uh, it's grown. I mean, that's still our mission today, still provide a fun, competitive environment for these tournaments. But, I mean, We've, we're averaging about 40 to 50 anglers per tournament and still feels like a small group of friends. I mean, real, it's a, it's a great time. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of, that's a lot of people for a tournament. I think we're usually turning out about 30 here in Cincinnati. Right. Yeah. So. I think 57 was our highest so far this year on table rock. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've that's, seen a lot of growth this year and I expect it to even be bigger numbers next year too. That's awesome. Me and John was talking last week. How is the fishing in Missouri? Uh, it's incredible. We are so lucky to live down here in the Ozarks. I mean, I can drive two hours in any direction and be on 
I don't know, 15 different major bodies of water. I mean, we have Table Rock, Stockton, Palm de Terre, Bull Shoals, Taney Como, <clears throat> Beaver Lake, Grand Lake. We've got all the streams and the rivers. If you like to float for smallmouth, it's all here. It's fishing paradise. <laughs> How come yeah. we don't really hear too much about the Ozarks and fishing? I mean, is there a reason for that? I mean, you think that, I mean, I've driven through there a couple times and it's just all of a sudden you're upon it and you look around and there are those rivers and streams and beautiful trees and all. I mean, it's gorgeous through there, but it just doesn't really ring a bell when you think about fishing. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, Table Rock's pretty popular. I mean, but as far as that goes, maybe we just don't want anybody else to know how good we got down yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bass fishing isn't, uh, well, Missouri isn't the first thing that comes to mind when I think of bass fishing. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, we've got some great bass fishing lakes here. Uh, we'll have to, I'll have to make an event then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, only about five hours away there. Yeah, that's not too far. We got guys that are coming down from Nebraska and northern Kansas to fish with us too. So there's guys making six-hour drives to come compete with us. It's pretty cool. Right. That is cool. What do you got? Beautiful there? down through there, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, let's go into uh, your angler of the year standings. I I know that I just looked at them last week. They're completely different after your uh, 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 event at uh, Stockton Lake. Oh, well, yeah, we had some big changes after Stockton. Yeah, well, how does that work for you guys? What goes the, way our, the way our Angler of the Year race goes, or we get points per tournament, depending on how you finish. First place gets 300 points. Second place is get 295 and goes down in increments like that. So you accumulate those points after each event. And at the end of the season, we're going to drop our lowest two scores. So the guys get to keep their best five scores. And that okay. determines the Angler of the Year. Yeah, that's cool. We uh, we saw that uh, Brian Hillman was first place. He dropped down to like six, I think. After mm -hmm. he yeah, Dorman Huey, he made a big run. He won that tournament again. He's on fire, and now he's leading the Anger of the Year points race. And I think Troy Inky, he's right behind him, though. It's going to be close. Nice. How, but, how many wins do each of those guys have? Mm, <clears throat> I know Dorman's got a couple wins under his belt. Um you know, consistency gives you more points and wins. I mean, I, I won Anger of the Year back in 2017, and I didn't have a single win. It's just getting those top tens, top fives, and being consistent and getting those points. So, But, gotcha. yeah, Dorman is tearing it up. He's probably won more money than anybody. I don't, I don't know how many thousands of dollars he's won <laughs> so far. So he's the guy to look out for in the Moyak series then. Yeah, right now he is. He's doing it. That's awesome. I, I haven't heard his name yet, so it's always nice to hear new people come out of it um and josh can if i can ask you something and, and you bring up a good point about the angler of the year points you know and how much it's just i guess for lack of a better uh, term but just like class participation you know you got to be there and you got to be in those events and stuff like that you don't necessarily have to be a big winner in those i've seen a lot of people that who just participate in the event and trail series all across the country uh, and do really well in the angler of the year points, especially mm -hmm. rookie of the year guys. So I encourage <clears throat> anybody who joins into a, who into a, like a tournament, a series like yourself, what you guys got going on out there to just bang out as many tournaments as they possibly can. Yep. If they're going to do it, then do it. But yeah, you bring up a really good point right there. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, even if you come in last place in a tournament, you're still earning some points. Right. Yeah, that's always cool. I, I, I'm always curious to see what all these fishing trails, uh, how different they are in their Angler of the Year uh, standings. So 
it's pretty interesting how it works. Um, so I, I noticed you uh, uh, posted about uh, the high school out there. Uh, they, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> uh, I guess they're participating in your uh, series now? Yeah, up at Stockton, we did have a couple guys from the high school bassin team that showed up. Three boys, 16, 17 nice. years old, and they went out and fished their first kayak tournament. Nice. Okay. Caught fish, That's... too. Did good, man. They had a great time. It was good seeing them. How did they do? Uh, it was tough for everybody, but they caught fish, and they and their photos were great. I mean, no problems whatsoever. That's always cool. I, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think we have any uh, high schools in this area that have fishing teams, do we, John? Uh, there's a couple, and I understand that Mason High School has a, uh, a a troop of dudes that go out there, and they got a couple nice bass boats wrapped up in some Mason Comet green. Yeah, that's really starting to grow in this area. Carthage has a huge bass high school bassin team, and some of the other local schools are starting to get them on board too. I was really surprised at the amount of teams I saw down at ICAST, and the kids that I met that were actually gaining scholarships through that but i i bet you those kids that showed up and did that kayak tournament for the first time are going to go back to their coaches and say wait a minute we got to rethink this <laughs> you can buy a whole lot of kayaks for one of those boats right there yeah a heck of a lot more kids in them too you know i'll look forward to coming in the future for sure the way the sport's yeah. growing it's coming yeah how cool would that be to see like all these high schools across the country come together and have like some kind of national championship just for the kids that'd yeah. be awesome Mm-hmm. Sure would. It sure bring up the pressure on those lakes a little bit, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially in this area of Ohio, you have to drive an hour to get to one lake. <laughs> oh, we have some tough fishing here, that's for sure. Yeah, we do. But yeah, but you got the Mississippi River up there too, and that's awful nice. Yeah, <clears throat> I think we have to drive a little bit a ways to get there. But oh, yeah, it's more it's a, south southwest from us yeah it's about an eight day trip on a kayak i think hmm. <laughs> we do have the ohio river though <laughs> and then all the tributaries that run into that so that's always pretty good fishing right so is uh the moyak series uh kbf kbf affiliated yeah we are a legacy kbf club we've been affiliated with them i think since pretty much the beginning um maybe 2016 maybe 2015 i'm not really sure but yeah, we've, we've hosted tournament trails for them in the past, and uh, this year we're hosting the KBF Central Regional Championship on Table Rock for them as well. Oh, that's right. I think I knew that. Uh, Brian Schiller, I'm, uh, I know you're familiar with him. He was telling us about that when he was mm -hmm. in Ohio. That's yep, that's going to be fun. And we're also uh, hosting the, the first ever Missouri State Championship, and it's going to coincide with the KBF Regional Championship on Table Rock as well. That'd be really cool. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. That's open up to anybody that competes in a live tournament in Missouri. If you've done three live tournaments, doesn't matter what trail series, what club, you're invited to come fish. Now, now, when is that tournament? Uh, September 21st and 22nd, I believe. Yep. Okay. Sure is. The two-day tournament then? Yeah, yeah, two days. Awesome. Well, Table Rock sounds like the place we need to go, Sticks. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to go there, we might as well just go to table rock right yeah it's got all three species and you can pretty much whatever the conditions are you can kind of find the fish there's always and it's it's a big lake it it looks like it has literally thousands of points mm, yeah that's right places to go i mean it's <laughs> wow I'm a, I'm a big small mouth guy so 
if you have small mouth in your lakes, man, I'm there. Oh, uh, they're in. They're in almost all of them. That's awesome. That's something we lack here in Ohio, other than the rivers, of course. But uh, so you're KBF affiliated. Uh, how how many guys do you normally send in the national championship every year? Uh, normally we get around ten national championship slots to award to our anglers based on the angler of the year points. Uh, KBF changed their formulas up a little bit. I expect us to do somewhere around eight or nine this year as well. Um, but yeah, normally we send as far as a club, maybe 15 to 20 guys every year go. Oh, we, we got, we get a lot. We've already got, I think 10 or 11 Moyak members that are already qualified for the KBF national championship. And we haven't even gotten into our season yet. So that's even more that are going to get to go. Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing you're, you're the top 3% or the, the top 10% of your uh, finishes get qualified. Uh, yeah, when we award national championship slots at each trail events for the top 10% if you're a KBF member before the tournament begins. Okay. And then for your angler of the year, how many get to go out of that? I'd have to crunch the numbers. I'm going to guess eight. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, you want to go into a little bit more detail about the uh, Stockton Lake tournament you, you, you guys just had? Boy, Stockton, that was a unique situation. That lake had just just started to drop from record levels it's been at the highest flood stage for a month or two i mean it's been ridiculous and it's i thought it was going to work out to be a really good bite because there's not a lot of ramps that are open so there hasn't been a lot of boat traffic and the fish have had a a, been able to spawn completely in the flooded brush the whole time so nope it didn't happen though it was a tough bite it was hot the water the water still 15 foot up and Uh, I, some guys found a good bite on some spinner baits, but yeah, were they pretty, catching them shallow then? Uh, I think they were catching them up in those flooded bushes. Okay, that's what but I it, think. It was hot and windy. I think the heat index was about 109 that day. Oh, wind yep. was 15 miles per hour. It's brutal. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, that's, uh, during during tournaments like that, that's when you don't really. Yeah, that's when you really begin to realize that wow it's a lot more than catching fish on a day like this my, my ass needs to be in shape mm-hmm. yeah you got to fight that wind you got to be able to paddle yeah i mean you paddle. don't really think about that when you you know a lot of people don't I, i'm talking about the folks that are new to fishing and and in these tournaments and stuff like that and you're like oh it's gonna be fun i'm gonna go out there and whack at some bushes and next thing you know you're in peril Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's never much fun when the wind's blowing. That's a kayaker's worst enemy. Yeah. <laughs> and so 15 that, up in the tree, too. You know, you're mm-hmm. high up there. <laughs> yeah, 15 feet, is that what you said? Yeah, and that's after it's come wow. down a lot. Wow. Uh, I know we did a tournament up here in Ohio. It was uh, six feet the day before, but then the tournament day, it was down uh, six feet from the day before, you know. And uh, it, it was just still extremely muddy. And it, it was crazy conditions, too, because it was really cold and everything. So the water was like 50 degrees, and it was, it was miserable. But it was your day, though, wasn't it? <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that's not why I was bringing it up. <laughs> sure. I, I'm just curious. Uh, 15 feet, I'm guessing the water is real muddy. What was the temperature like? Water temperature was 85 degrees. Oh, man. Yeah, that, yeah, that's real hot. So, uh, I'm looking at the. Go ahead, John. I, I was just well. I'm 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 prying. You know me. Yeah. 
And I'm anxious to come out there and actually do some fishing. I want to do some fishing with Josh. He looks like a fun character. Yeah, but you guys come out. Oh, we will, man. We will. There's a picture of just a massive freaking pig. You <laughs> and he posted this on March 31st. That wouldn't happen to be a, a table rock there. <laughs> that mm, thing's no. a big old fish. Wow. That was probably from the national championship down on Caddo Lake in Louisiana. Oh, oh man. What oh, a gorgeous you got to fish, fish that? Yeah, I was in that in the in the team cup as well with the uh, Kayak Jack Outfitters, and we actually won and took first place at the national championship. Nice. Yeah, That's and that awesome. big bass, that big bass helped. You carried the low with that big chubby right there, man. That's a beautiful fish. Yeah, it was. Good job th- on that. I actually thought it was, it was going to be a personal best, but it wasn't, but it just – those fish down there are shaped weird. That thing was a hog. I mean, it was. It was. It, it is. He's threw it on the scales. The scales said like seven pounds or something, and I know they were lying. Those were broken scales. It had to have been. Yeah. <laughs> he's got this. He's got this massive like girth around him, but his, his tail. I don't know if that's the way it's curved, but his tail doesn't look you know, like it's giving you the length. That yeah, that's the way some of them Florida strain bass are. They're all head and girth, and then no tail. Right. Fun to catch, but we don't need those. Yeah, you know, I'd rather words. have long and skinny ones. I don't need a fat one. <laughs> I want them to be long. Right. But that's how, a gorgeous did, fish. Thank you. So how did that uh, national ch- championship go for you? I'm just interested in that. Uh, personally, it didn't go too well. I, I practiced. I stayed on Cross Lake too long. And finally, on day one, I, was, I wasn't having any luck. I just rolled the dice and decided to go to Caddo. Spent half the day exploring. But then I found a good spot. I mean, I caught a big fish on day one, so that helped my team score for the team cup, which was all I was really wanting to do. I just, and then on day two, I went back to that spot and I just slayed them. I think I got like 87 inches for my day wow. two total. Yeah, it was, it was a fun day. It was too little too late to help me in the overall tournament, but it was a fun day. So what did you end up finishing? Oh, way down there. 130th or, I don't know. Is I didn't make the top 100 cut. I know that much. Yeah, heck, I'd, I'd still be happy with the top 50% in a tournament like that. That's awesome. So, um, I'm trying to go through my notes here, and I kind of lost my spot. You take Sorry. good notes, Dick. Oh, uh, I try. <laughs> uh, well, before we got sidetracked, I was going to go back to the Stockton Lake tournament because we did cover that. And I was going to go over the yes. results for that. So, I got these here. We got... Dorman Huey won the tournament with uh, 80.75 inches. Uh, Second place was Michael Cornelius with Uh, 77.25 inches. And uh, third place was Troy Inc. Is that how you say his name? Troy Inky. Inky with uh, 76.50 inches. And then uh, Big Bass, you guys had a uh, little uh, problem with that, right? Yeah, it was a – yeah, it was a – uh, check-in miscommunication and uh we got that all resolved and took care of yeah the big bass ended up being 17 and three quarters caught by johnny cole okay yeah i got that right i just didn't want to get it wrong so i noticed you guys did have a uh, problem with that but that's yeah we, we got that all squared away it was kind of a gray area and a rule about whether or not you know if you if you aren't there at the check-in do you still get to take home a check right. which in, in the past we have made exceptions for that so we went ahead and did that again for him and made the rule more locked in now, so there won't be any questions going forward. So we're all good to go. Good. Sounds good. Um, 
Oh, I think that's basically all my questions for you tonight. So if John has anything else, he can. Josh, I'm ready to come out there. So we just stay in touch with you mm-hmm. through Facebook. So that's a place we got a yeah. hold of you now. We know where you live. Yep, you guys <laughs> should come down and fish with us. I mean, we've got so many great sponsors. I mean, our payouts. I mean, we're guaranteeing for, uh, over a thousand dollars, no matter who, how many people are in the tournament right. for first place. Uh, I mean, we've got so much great gear that we give away for free for raffles pretty much everybody leaves with something so and, say and, and we feed everybody too so if you're hungry when you get off oh. the water we've always got free food there at the weigh-in for everybody and drinks do you guys got, got sweet tea in that part of <laughs> no. yeah we got sweet tea we usually drink squincher though <laughs> what is squincher oh <laughs> uh, they're these really cool packets that you put in a bottle of water and turns it into like gatorade they're oh, one of squincher. our yeah they're one of our trail sponsors <laughs> they donated all that so we can get flavored oh, that- water oh that sounds delicious we come down so say we're a couple a uh, couple ohio boys here give us give us a, a tournament uh in uh maybe a month or a couple months that we should visit that would be a fun one to do oh boy our, our season's about to wrap up i mean we've, we've got a river tournament coming up where we're going to go catch some smallies on the river um we're doing it we're doing a two-man team tournament on the river as well so if you guys want to team up as a team and come down here oh that sounds like that a fun one. Too. yeah that's, that's open to anybody one. it's does sound fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's, now, when and it's is open. That? So, um, boy, that's that's next month. I'd have to look for sure, but uh, it's open to anyone, and then you can yeah. float any Missouri stream, and it's we're going to do it online. So, you the tournament hours are like 5:30 a.m. to 5 p.m. So you can do Ooh, a whole nice. long day float and not nice. and not worry about getting off the water and take your time. And uh, photo submission deadline is 8 p.m. So you still got time wow. to go home and get your and we'll do the awards the next day. So. That oh, gives that everybody like a fun. chance just to hang. Yeah, no stress. Just hanging out on the river, floating with your buddies, and drinking some squincher. Yeah, drinking some squinchers. <laughs> I do have a question about that. Since we're we're so far away, how would that work for the next day awards? Well, we do all of our pay uh, on the, especially on an online challenge. There, there's not going to be no live okay. ceremony per se. We'll just do a live video on Facebook, and uh, we pay out through PayPal. So that's how our payments are sent Very out. Cool. Awesome. Well, we appreciate your time and uh, talking uh, Moyak with us. Uh, and uh, we'll definitely be uh, interested in covering more of your guys' tournaments throughout the year and next year. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'd like to give a big shout-out to Geico of Springfield, too, for stepping up and being our major sponsor this year. I mean, they've just set the bar really high. And, I mean, I can't wait to see what happens next year. It's going to be great. Yeah, that that was, I was going to ask you if you had any other sponsors you'd like to shout out. So. Uh, yeah, well, I, sh- I probably should do that. Uh, I had to write them down here. We got a bunch of great supporters. Uh, Geico of Springfield, of course, is our primary s- source and sponsor. Uh, Yak Attack, Robo Hawk, Sport World Boat Center. They actually do a first man out award. So if the first man that's not in the money, say fourth place in the tournament and didn't get a check, he gets his entry fee paid for the next tournament. Oh, so, nice. That's yeah, fun. so they donate. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Extreme Sports and Scuba in uh, in Joplin, Missouri. Cage Print and Promo, Hermson Lures, Psycho Baits, Gator Guard, Savior Outdoors, KGB Swim Baits, Yak Lights, Squincher, Bass Mogul, OMTC, E-Factor Lures, and the Bait Shop in Stockton, Missouri. Nice. And those guys have all stepped up huge this year. It's unbelievable this, this great stuff we get to give to our anglers because of those companies, and I'm thankful for their support. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's certainly encourage all of our listeners and everybody to support those companies right there, man. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. And if you're in the Missouri area, I encourage you guys to go check out the Moyak series. Sounds like you guys are growing and doing some awesome things over there. So Yep, you can check us out on MoyakFishingSeries.com.
Yeah, we definitely want to get you guys uh, more anglers in your series. And appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate everything you guys do. It's awesome. Love the podcast. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, that's all we got for you. So, uh, yeah, we'll check in back, check back in with you later on and see how you guys are doing. All right. Sounds good. You take care. Thanks. Go catch fish. All right. Yep. You guys get down here. We will. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Boom. That was fun, man. That was awesome. It was. How, yep. how bad do you want to go to the Ozarks? It sounds like fun. I'd like to get out there. Oh my gosh! I'm sure, I'm sure the rest of the paddle and fin crew would meet us out there if we took the trips. So. You know they would. Those boneheads, man, they'll just sign up for anything and just let's go road tripping. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like a blast, man. That I, does, I'm, man. I'm excited for that Moyak series. You know, every the, these series are just—it's uh, amazing how they are absolutely popping up all over the place. You know, I mean, this sport really is. I mean. I think this is the beginning of the beginning. This is really like the big first big wave of this sport and how it's just boom, man, all across the country. And it's really exciting to see. I just, you know, I didn't think you, I thought you could catch bass in like Kentucky and Florida (laughs) and Texas and maybe Alabama and, you know, about there, you know, I didn't even know you could catch them in Ohio because when I grew up (laughs) watching the, the literally the Miller Light Bassmaster Classics, you know, this is going back to 1973, 1974. That's where they had these tournaments at, were then these big lakes there, and you just didn't really hear of other places like that. So it's cool to see that they can actually catch bass up in Maine and up in California and oh, it's west Western Minnesota and North Dakota. I mean, Stone Lake Lake. Yeah, Stone Lake Lake. <laughs> Even though that's some tough fishing, but <laughs> right, awesome. So let's uh, get into some uh, tournament recaps. That's what this segment's all about, right? That's right, man. Let's do it. All so right. So the uh, the a uh, uh, big shout out. I have to get this out because I'm so proud of this dude, man. I'm so pumped for him. He he just looks like a million dollars, and that's Eric Siddiqui. Who's in Australia right now. I mean, our local boy wonder right there in the Hobie uh, Bass Open Series. And uh, he did really well in one of those series. And now he's in the Hobie World Team down there in uh, Australia. And uh, there's a certain fish down there that if you catch it, you better not get poked by that fin there because it's going to kill you. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> and he and he like caught a couple of them yesterday, right? So it's a fish that you got to be careful. But the same fate, the same, and this is only in Australia. I'm telling you, the same fish that will kill you is also the one that's going to save your life. But you got to know what to do with it. So this thing pokes you, and you're about ready to go, you know, code blue, and then, or is that code red? Anyway, you got to rub its belly and there's like a film or something on its belly that you then got to rub on the wound and that's going to save you from dying. I don't know. But anyway, Eric, good luck, buddy, down there fishing in those waters. I don't even know what kind of fish they're fishing for. But I don't uh, either. But I did find where you can watch the leaderboards for that tournament. So uh, give me the information on that. uh, HobieFishingWorlds.com. Okay. Uh, well, that makes sense. 
Yeah, they they got all the uh, participants right now. I'm looking at the leaderboard. I see like Ron Champion, uh, Eric Siddiqui, Matthew Van, uh, Joe Camiotti. He's from the U.S. Also, yes. Eric Harrison. Yeah, so there's a couple guys I haven't heard of, but I always hear you talk about Ron Champion. Ron, and, well, I mean, with a name like Champion. Yeah, that's it's right. got to be good, you know. Ron's a big character too. He's one of those great characters, you know. I like he's just a big guy. And I think if if Marvel Comics were gonna were to come out with a with a kayak series, Ron Champion's just the big guy, you know. I mean, he'd be the guy doing this. Yeah, absolutely, just lifting <laughs> the world. But yeah, best of luck to all those guys. I'm envious. I'm jealous. I wish them the best of luck. I wish I was there maybe one day. But gosh, what a opportunity for those guys to really um have something together and also aj's really pushing this tournament that they're having uh this weekend i believe down at the new river yep and uh i've got some crazy stories about rafting that thing and i would have never thought that you could actually fish in the new river but maybe that was the part of the new river that uh, uh i only knew of but i understand there's some great well, fishing down there Oh yeah, excellent smallmouth fishing. Uh, if you watch Drew Gregory's videos on YouTube, he uh, he films a section. It's I think it's a 12 mile section of the New River where it's a it it has a sign on the river that says Trophy Smallmouth Area. Oh, I, I, I don't. That's, I think it's catch that on your only. I don't know. I think it's a catch and release spot. I think it's a catch and release stretch only. Right. So okay. Well, that makes good sense. Fish through there, yeah. uh, 12 miles. So. I mean, anybody's going to be able to float through there. Right. Um, you, the the New River Tournament, uh, that's the Hobie Bass Open Series that happens this weekend, July 27th. Uh, a lot of people don't know, but the Hobie Bass Open Series uses a different app other than Tourney X. So if you want to yeah. watch the leaderboards, you have to download the iAngler Tournament app. Yeah. And then hit the Hobie icon at the bottom, and it'll, it'll uh, pop up all their tournaments and you can scroll through there and find the new river tournament. So if you're interested in looking at that, uh, make sure to download that app and uh, watch the uh, events uh, unfold that way. And that's a good series. That's a good tournament to get into. If you, if as a kayak angler, you want to step into any one of the Hobie Bass Open series, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks to get in those series. Uh, tournaments and it's worth it it really is because it sets you up on a different sage it it, uh, it enables you with any kayak it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be a hobie kayak any kayak you can get in these things and it just sets you up on that stage it makes you feel like okay this is this is the next big thing then they got the pilot series which is kind of what the new river's about and i think it's only like 75 bucks to get in but i can almost guarantee that it's the same feel the same like elite event feel and uh it's it's a good one to get in so i highly suggest uh they're, they're taking i think what the top 100 uh mm -hmm. to get in this event and they got a lot of slots filled so or uh, to, to fill so i encourage anybody's listening to this right now if you're within driving distance of that man do that because it's worth it yeah definitely so you said you had uh uh, some KBF stuff you want to talk about? Upcoming events. There's one on East and West Harbor. This coming well, weekend. That's coming this this weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, have you ever fished that place? I haven't. Man, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of good stuff about it, so the hype is really up. 
but I've never fished up there in that area at all. Uh, I know a lot of the guys are heading up there, so that's going to be a good one. It's always been one that they've talked about a lot. Um, I think Bert is heading up there. Yeah. Uh, so big shout out to Bert. I'm not sure if Kurt's heading up there. I, I believe he is. is I think he? I well, signed up in the tourney app. Okay, good. Well, good shout out to I just want to get our local boys in there. Good shout out to those guys and good luck on that. But uh, oh, yeah. I, I wasn't myself going to pull the trigger on that. I wish I could get away. <laughs> but I can't, man. I can't. So I've been tournament bombing. You know, I haven't been in yeah. a whole lot of lately. So uh, did you have thoughts of getting up there and doing that one? I'm not going to be able to. Right. So I, I got, I have a bunch of stuff going on this weekend. Right. But I'll, I'll get some fishing in sometime. So. Yeah. It's, they only have 48 anglers signed up for that tournament. So I, I was expecting over 100. So. Now those guys, guys now they're, they usually are good for the last minute where another, you know, there's those sandbaggers, entry, you know, people who uh, kind of wait until the last minute to do that. But how many they got in there? 48 now? 48 so far yeah okay yeah but, yep i see kurt's name right there uh brandon tyke we talked to last week he'll be there yeah um, brandon's a fun guy he is he is cool i, I like yeah. I, I did like talking to him last week yeah so uh, i wish wish him the best of luck there chris anderson i don't know if you've met him or not yeah absolutely. He, uh, he's a cincinnati boy he's heading up there yeah chris is a good dude he's an american tackle Yep, Zach Carell, uh, he's American Tackle. He'll be up there. Are you kidding me? Zach's heading up there. Zach's heading up there. Yeah, baby, watch out. Oh, no. Uh, the, so, yeah, let's wish those guys the best of luck. I really wish Definitely. I was heading up there and stuff. So encourage everybody to jump in on that East and West Harbor. Uh, that I do understand is some good Ohio fishing. I wanted to get a shout-out to the uh, big Sam Rainburn. Uh, and a congratulations to those guys down there. That's some good Texas fishing there, and I've heard so much about it. But the uh, first place brought in 93 inches, man. And, you know, <laughs> I don't think I've ever brought in 93 inches. In fact, I know I have never brought in 90. That's a lot of fish, man. Yep. You know, that's some good ones. So good shout-out to him. But his name's Jeff Isham, okay? Yep. Jeff Isham, I would have to say, has the coolest hair in kayak. <laughs> bass fishing right i mean it's great so jeff good job dude you look like a character and it'd be a, a lot of fun to hang out with you and then matthew m scotch was uh at 90.75 at second place there and then logan lopez at 90.5 so those guys were only a quarter inch away mm -hmm. uh, from that one but man i've heard a lot about uh sam rainburn down there and stuff so big shout out to those guys in jackson hill marina for uh, hosting that one and pure fishing for supporting that event. So good job, and boys. Also, uh, Jeff Isham, uh, one big bass of that tournament as well. Man, you know? well, that's always a big plus. That's for sure. But yeah, yeah he, 21 and a quarter inch big bass for the whole tournament. Gosh, <laughs> gosh, that's just when you hook up to one of those, it's like, you know, it's different. You, yeah. you know, it's, you know, it's beyond that 19 inch fish you really do you're thinking okay this is a different one man this is going to be a big one so that's good good job jeff so did you happen to see uh the kbf trail at kentucky lake for the southeastern region this past weekend i did not that was hold a on. very interesting tournament in my opinion man i hold was on tell me about it while i look I was, at it 
I was watching it real closely. Uh, uh, the winner, uh, Josh Stewart. Yeah. I, you, you've heard that name before. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. He's always placing high. He, he placed well in the uh, national championship this past year. Uh, anyway, he won the Southeast region on Kentucky Lake this weekend with 99 inches. Wow. Yes. 23 inch bass. So if, if you pull Good that picture, Lord of mercy, if you can go to that leaderboard, pull that picture up and see that bass, you, you'll be amazed. It's, it's huge. I'm looking <laughs> at it right now. Yeah. That's that a funny looking bass. It's huge. <laughs> that was a good one. I've never caught a 23 inch bass in my life. My best is only 21. Well, only 21. <laughs> 21's really really good but it is and no isn't that funny when you're when you're pulling in a 21 inch fish here in ohio man you've done really well you know not to but kentucky lake you know they're in that place but mm -hmm. but even a 20 a 23 inch bass you know that has to be a a, a fish of five six seven thousand cast man oh yeah. yeah if not more i mean that's a really special fish so i'd like to be i'd be curious how how he was fishing when he caught that can we get josh on the phone <laughs> right we'll now have to talk to josh let me send it i'll send a little note out to josh man that would be fun to talk to him about that yeah for sure That'd i don't awesome. think i've ever talked to anybody who's caught a fish that big i know i haven't yeah <laughs> uh other second place winner for kentucky lake was jay wallen uh 93.75 inches he's another big name that we've all heard yeah and then uh, third place was Russ Snyder with 89.25 inches. Nice. What a fun tournament. Are they fishing in both like Kentucky Lake and uh, Lake uh, Barkley? Or, uh, yeah, Barkley down there? Do you know? Or is it just Kentucky Lake? Or It probably is both of them. It probably is. I'm not sure. It probably says somewhere in the rules here. And, right. No. You know, I, just, I just don't have time to look at it. But. Yeah, no biggie. Uh, let's move right along here. We got uh, the Yakabass tournament. Uh, uh, that happened last this past Sunday on the Delta in California. Uh, the winner of that tournament was Brandon Miller, 87 inches plus big bass. Uh, have you heard of uh, the name Brandon, Brandon Miller? His, yes. his name is Bam. Bam. Yes. Or his nickname is Bam. My bad. Anyway, I, I heard him on a uh, podcast recently talking and uh, he seems like a really cool guy. Uh, I'd like to get him on the show sometime. Uh, apparently he, he's, uh, he's back and forth from the boat, the boat, bass boat world and the right. kayak fishing world. He, he bounces right. back and forth. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he just hit this tournament up and smashed it. Won the, <laughs> won the whole thing. Isn't that great when someone just comes out of, you know, nowhere and just drops the bomb. Hey, wait a minute. I'm talking to somebody right now that did something like that. <laughs> just comes well, that, out of nowhere and drops a bomb on everybody. You know, that was just that a local guy? tournament. Yeah, well, that's still and it would that was just a local tournament for them. But, that's true, but they had, <laughs> had qualifier spots for the national championship too. That's awesome. That was yeah, a those, big tournament. Those California guys are they are a whole different breed. You know, they really are. They're some of the slickest dudes, man. And you check them out and they all got, you know, we tend to curl our our brims a little bit here and in Ohio a little bit and get a little edge on a little redneck edge on, but man, all the homies out there in California, <laughs> man, you know, they got the flat brim going, 
you know, it's, yeah. it's just great stuff, you know. Turn it to the side a little bit. Yeah, and I love their style, so it's cool. And they got That's some awesome. of the coolest flashing jerseys out there. So, you know, another state that was just so unsuspecting <laughs> when it comes to bass fishing. And uh, that's California. Boy, am I discovering very quickly that, man, <laughs> drive the Pacific Coast Highway, man. You're going to find some bass fishing somewhere down there. Lake Shasta sounds like a fun place, you know, go fishing. Apparently, but, yeah. apparently San Diego has a pretty big uh, bass tournament scene out there, too. So, Right. Now, is that group uh, called Yakabass? Is that what you were saying? Yeah, uh, okay. Yakabass Tournament Trail. Yeah, look that up, man. Second place, uh, Vinny Dow, I think his last name's pronounced, uh, 83 inches. And then third place was uh, Damien Thau, uh, 82 and a half inches. So that was a pretty close tournament. Right. And they seem to be producing those numbers around there, you know, like the winners are bringing in in California. I'm not sure what the average size of the fish down there mm. are. Uh, but, you know, it seems like 80 some odd inches seems to be yeah. you know, the big one down there that brings it home. But, and uh, that 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 tournament trail's always interested me because uh, of course Greg Blanchard's in it. I, I like to follow him closely. He uh, he finished third that tournament. He was second before the, right before they shut off the leaderboards. So I don't know if somebody was sandbagging or what caught fish right. the last few hours or what. But right, he, well, he Mr. had a good day though. I mean, there was Miss I don't even know how many. There was seventy three uh, anglers in that tournament. Wow, that's a good turnout. Yeah. Yeah, Blanchard's a fun one to watch, man. I really, he, that dude, he's a really good dude to, to watch on the video. And he's really got his, you know, taking video and doing that kind of stuff is so, I mean, we all have good intentions when we go out there with our cameras and stuff like that, you know. But, man, we're so excited about getting into the fishing mode, we often forget to go GoPro on, you know. But he's really good at it and the editing. And, boy, he'll certainly tell you how he's going to catch fish. He's a good one to follow. Yeah, he's definitely a good one to follow. You watch his videos on YouTube. Uh, they're real good videos. He, know, he knows how to entertain you, that's for sure. Right. I got uh, Kayak Bass League. They were on Rock Lake, and I think that was in uh, Wisconsin. That league does not use Tourney X, so that, that league's kind of – Hard to follow, but uh, I get I got all my information through Facebook, and of course Brian let me know a few things. Uh, the winner of that tournament was Dusty Mergia. I think can't pronounce his name. Maybe I think I got it right. That's another big guy uh, or a big name in the tournament scene uh, across the country. I, I don't know if you've heard that name. He goes as Dusty Yacker on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah, dude's a character, man. Yeah. Now what's his real name? Uh, his Dusty, last real name? Dusty Mergia. Mergia? Right. Uh, he won the tournament with 77 inches. Right. Yeah, he crushed. This he tournament really well. was super close. The top three was was within two inches of each other. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Second place was Titus Dominguez, uh, 76.50 inches. And then David Brooke came in third at 75 inches. Yeah, they're pulling in some nice smallmouth on that, man. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a, yeah. So Dusty Yacker, I've noticed his name before and I've always thought, is that his real name? Because it's I just that so name. great. <laughs> Fits the persona. Yeah, he, he did a good job. So good job on that, Dusty. Crush. It's always good to bring home some money. Yeah. I, uh, Hello. 
I just got I got three more uh, upcoming events that I wanted to shout out here. I, I don't have any more that we uh, that I covered from last week and didn't seem like there was very many tournaments. But let, let me go over these uh, last three real quick. Yeah. Uh, the Syac Anglers Club, they're uh, out of uh, southern Indiana. Uh, they have a uh, tournament on the White Whitewater River July 27th. And uh, there's uh, two guys that come to mind when I think of that. Well, three guys that come to mind when I think of that tournament. One's Mike Elsie, of course. We've talked about yes. him. Yep, yep, and, uh, yep. Brad Oswalt, uh, he, he has uh, fished against us at a Cowan Lake tournament. He came from Indiana. And uh, Matt Kiefer, which I think he's the uh, tournament director of SIAC, but I'm yeah. not 100% sure. But anyway, if you're interested in uh, uh, getting mm-hmm. to that tournament, sign up on Tourney X. Uh, it's a river run tournament uh, happening on July 27th. So, uh, yeah, we encourage you guys to get out there, all you Indiana people. Uh, yeah. For it. That's a good crew, man. They've reached out to me and let me join in on a group with them and stuff like that. And a lot of you know, a lot of people shouting out, you know, that don't even know you, you mm-hmm. know, or saying, hey, welcome aboard and all that. So that seems like a really good fishing little community that they got going on there. And and uh, so, yeah, I'm anxious to kind of spread my wings, man, and get out of southwestern Ohio and start doing some fishing. I've done up and down 75 interstate from Texas to Lake Erie, but I haven't gone east and west. And I want to yeah. really start doing that. So there's no better place to start than indiana it's right next door so yeah i mean i i've checked a lot of their tournaments they're within two hours of my house so right i mean why not now give me give me that uh give me that uh their facebook page again what was that syak how what how do you yeah. spell that s-i-y-a-k okay Anglers club okay gotcha yep. i'd make that sure i didn't know exactly what that was make sure everybody got that clear so they can like them on their facebook page yeah uh, on to the next one here. I, I did a little research and I came across the East Texas uh, Kayak Fishing Trail, which you'll like this one. Uh, they're having a tournament on uh, Sam Rayburn Reservoir again, July 27th. Oh, I, I love it. I, I sought that one out because I have seen a few tournaments on that on that reservoir, so I'm kind of interested in seeing the different scores between different trails on that lake. Um. I did a little bit of research, too. I'm not familiar with any of the names in that trail, but mm-hmm. the one guy that stood out to me, his name's John Mooney. He has seven first-place finishes on his Tourney X uh, uh, account. Daggone. Yeah. So I, I'm going to watch that closely. I'm going to get familiar with some of those guys. and you know. Yeah. You know, Glermo Gonzalez, man, one of my favorite out of Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. another great name. <clears throat> but man, I like watching him and he knows how to fish Texas and especially East Texas area and stuff like that. And then we got uh, Dwayne Talley, mm-hmm. uh, him, you know, gosh, we got a lot of good Texas fishermen down there. And, you know, again, you know, Texas is just, I don't know. I've obviously, I've just, you know, let it be known that I've just been introduced to this sport not long ago, but, uh, wow, Texas, another place where you think, well, they got bass fishing down in Texas. Boy, do they. <laughs> Hello, man. I mean, just mouths like that. From from what I see on YouTube and here, uh, it's not uncommon to catch something over eight pounds there. That's incredible. See, my <laughs> arm's in a sling just thinking about that. 
like, oh my God, look at us all wrapped up. But it was a great best fish of my life. Yeah, so if we have any listeners in the uh, East Texas, Texas uh, region, uh, sign up for the East Ki- uh, East Texas Kayak Fishing Trail uh, on Tourney X. Get out there. Uh, get familiar with some of those guys, man. I know. Yeah. I, know I mean, gosh, that would be like San Antonio, Galveston. Uh, we got, I guess, Austin could kind of be there. Houston. We got Corpus Christi, Texas. You know, gosh, into the Gulf up there and then up toward uh, Louisiana. And you're getting up there to uh, Toledo Bend. Yep. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. And the last one I have here, uh, I did a little bit of research again because I've never actually heard of this one. I, and I don't really think of the state of Washington uh, as a bass fishing state. But apparently that northwest area is pretty good fishing. Uh I got the Washington uh, Kayak Bass Fishing Trail. They have a tournament on Lake uh, Rosiger, July tw- uh, 27th. Uh, I'm not familiar with any, any of the names there, but they only have 16 guys signed up. So if you're out in that area, get signed up, man. If we got any listeners out there, get signed up for that one. Boy, you're talking about a gorgeous state, too. Washington, one of the most beautiful states we have in this god given country of ours i mean this thing is just beautiful i love washington in that state and hey yeah it's it's you know you think trout you think kind of you know other types of species of fish you just don't think bass you know Mm -hmm. but uh yeah and you know they probably are fresh into with 16 guys up on a tournament probably not too many (laughs) kayak bass fishermen in in that area so that would be cool to see those numbers come up and yeah yeah, I, I really hope we have listeners that are out there that hear this because it, it would be awesome to help grow kayak trails like that yep. through the podcast. So. Absolutely. And, you know, there's nothing easier than taking your kayak and plopping it on the back of your RV or nope. strapping it to, you know, your, the back of your truck or even the top of your Outback Subaru, man, and, and rolling down the highway. And if you're going in that direction anyway on a camping trip, man, put a – $400 or $500 kayak up there and jump in one of these tournaments while you're up there making a yeah. plan, man. Yeah. I was about to say the same thing. You, you don't need an expensive kayak to get into, get into these trails. I I've seen guys in sit in kayaks place second, third. So oh, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. not uncommon at all. Kayak yep. man does not matter. Just get on the water. Yep. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. And going back to that angler of the year point stuff and rookie of the year point stuff, man, if you, you know, get out of your mind that you have to be first, second or third, you show up and and go to the captain's meeting, get out there and and do the best you can. And you just keep hitting every one of those, those uh, tournaments. And lo and behold, you look at the angler of the year points at the end of the year and you're going, wow, (laughs) yeah, did pretty good. So, yeah, that's all we got for recaps. Um, I will keep closely on those last four, and then we'll talk about them again next week with the winner, uh, you know, go through the winners. And so I'll have another list of uh, upcoming events for next week and also. Good job. You did great, Thanks. man. Yeah, I, you know, I really trying. don't feel like I'm pulling my weight. <laughs> no, I really man, don't. You, you covered the KBF stuff and all the Hobie stuff. Well, you know, it's as easy as one, two, three. You actually put in like, sounds like five days of homework. No, it, it, it's it's not too bad. I mean. I went through the Tourney X website. They have buttons for each kayak trail. So yeah. I, I look through those and I, I pick which ones I want to use. And 
uh, yeah, if, yeah. If, if anybody out there like wants your trail recognized, send us an email, man. Yeah. Paddle paddle letter in Finn at gmail.com. If you want your trail recognized, man, send us an email and tell us so. We, we will cover you guys and we will give you recognition, help you guys grow. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter what size it is either, man. It it doesn't matter if it's a couple dudes out in New Mexico. It doesn't matter if, you know, it's six guys up in Rhode Island, man. It doesn't matter. You know, send us what you got and definitely talk about it. So, yeah, good job, man. So, I I wanted to get into this uh, uh, big old fish you caught in the creek this past weekend. Let's hear the story. <laughs> well, you know, you, I didn't you don't expect have to it. say where, where you caught it. Oh, I, I'll, I'll be more. Yeah, I'll be more. <laughs> you know, that to me, you know, I, I am not one to talk about my top secret locations because for me, you still have to get to these locations. You still have to commit. You still have to catch the fish. It's still anybody's day. It's, it could be any. There's no. You can't say, hey, man, I went up there and I used a popping tube with a white head and a watermelon seed three and a half inch tube in it uh, and go up there the next day and expect to catch that fish on that one. It just doesn't kind of work like that. So I never was really protective over my top secrets. I will encourage anybody, though, that if they go to Poplar Creek in East Fork Lake, it's out of Williamsburg, and you catch a fish that we have now dubbed as Old Betty. <laughs> Please take a few pictures and lay that gentle giant back into that river because that was one of the most precious fish I have ever caught. That was a God-given fish right there. And I did not even – I thought it was a rock. <laughs> I thought it was a rock when I saw it. So we get up there, and I was I was working on the um, – uh, the Supcat 10, which is a lot like the 360 Blue Sky works that Jason Ricketts uh, performs his deadly fish catching skills on, you know. And thank God it's got that big platform up front because he damn near busted his face going after a fish. <laughs> I so was there of- when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was dribbling a basketball. <laughs> it was great. But this is kind of built the same way, except they're inflatable. And it's very light. It's very portable. It's easy. It's inflatable. It only weighs 42 pounds, and it literally sits on the water like a water spider. So light. So I had a buddy of mine, uh, old stroke dog from uh, the TVA water system, the old Okoe Gap uh, raft guide. I wanted him on top of this thing to just let me get his feel of this watercraft. So we head upriver. We get to the first set of rapids. And uh, the water's only about like this. And I dragged that thing up over the other set and get into another eddy. And that was so easy to do. I could have never done that with my Wilderness System 135 radar. I could not have done that. But I'm just dragging this thing up there. It's real light. It's taking a, a pounding. I get up in the next eddy, and we're casting across a current that's coming through there. And it's only about maybe a foot deep. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't quite get to the spot where I saw these two big rocks. And I was like, man, there's got to, I know there's something up behind that thing. And I'm just trying, trying to get that thing up there and I couldn't do it. I said, Ryan, I got to cross this current and I'm going to get up over there. So I get on the Subcat 10 by Sea Eagle. And I, I thought I was, as soon as I hit the current, I was going to go. 
Mm-hmm. That's what happens in my Hobie. That's what happens in my wilderness system. As soon as I hit that current, man, I'm going, see ya. Yep. Left of, I'm exit stage left. That thing just went like ice right across it. It, it was like I was amazed. So I got over there real easy. I took one of those inflatable pontoons that it sits on. I just punched it up on a on a little rock and it held right there. I stood up on the end of it and I cast up in front of that big rock. That big rock boiled up and grabbed that popping tube I was using. And I went, oh, fish on. And it ran up down into the current and it started bending my, <laughs> I was using a little Abu Garcia Black Max rod and reel combo I bought at Walmart for like $49. And that thing was just going, <laughs> I didn't even expect to catch a fish. I wanted to test the watercraft. Yeah. I wasn't up there looking for fish. And that thing just grabbed it and tanked and i sat down and i was like oh no ryan stroke dog get my camera buddy this is a big fish and i did i didn't have my net i didn't have my regular gear it wasn't a cockpit i was familiar with i didn't know what to do with this fish and i just i don't know how that rod even held it but i pulled that thing up out of the water and i plopped it up on the deck of that thing like jordan lee and it just bounced all over. I fell down on top of it, and I picked it up and held this thing up. And and stroke dog from across the creek was like, holy spag moly. <laughs> 21 and a half inches this thing measured out at. I bet you it was five to six pounds maybe. It was one of the most – and it was old. You could tell. It, I bet you it was 15, 20 years old. It had one eye and the other one was just glazed over and it had all of these just wounds on it. Like, and that's funny because the bass that we do pull out of Poplar Creek that I have, those guys live hard there. Mm -hmm. That that's rough living in that area. And and there's some big game fish in there and I bet it's a battle Royal down there. And boy, this thing looked like it was a seasoned veteran, <laughs> but what a beautiful fish. And, and just, you know, I don't think I would have caught that fish unless I had that particular watercraft to get me over there. And just, yeah, that's what lucky is when you're out there fishing, that is luck. When you don't know what you're doing, <laughs> when you don't necessarily know what, and I'm just out there throwing trash, <laughs> having fun. Oh, there's a rock. Hey, boom. Next thing you know, you got what matches my personal best. I got down at Lake Chickamauga, but with 21 and a half inches. But uh, go to my John Marion Graves Facebook page and you'll watch us measuring that thing out, man. It's a lot of fun, but what a beautiful fish. I'm going to get that mounted. We, I took a lot of pictures and here's what you uh, repl- replica. Yeah. And you, I took a lot of pictures of that thing. I'm going to have a rep of that thing put up. It was, I think that's a fish of 10,000 casts right there. Definitely. I, I was just thinking to myself, you, you caught this, the same size that Chickamauga you did as Poplar Creek. I think the Creek fish would be more mi- meaningful to me. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that's a real cool story. And then catching it on that Subcat 10, that, that had to be really cool. Yeah. So the <laughs> next day on that Subcat, I thought I was going to have to drive down to Tennessee, which was cool because anytime I get a chance to go to Lake Chickamauga, I'm in on it. But that trip canceled mm-hmm. and so i took the subcat out again and this time i had a trolling motor on it i'm just out trying mm-hmm. that thing 
But with the trolling motor, I'm just scooting from point to point to point to point. I never traveled so fast outside of a bass boat to yeah. get to those locations. And uh, I caught nice bass with that thing just sneaking right up on top of them. And it's so quiet. I did. I saw you cut, it cut a bunch of 15, 16 inches, wasn't it? Tubbies, like yeah. footballs. They were, yeah, like, they were fat. They were very fat. And uh, I'm happy with them. Um, but that, again, that was just on a finding a point and throwing a, 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 um, just a balsa wood, uh, an old balsa crawl colored, uh, six, eight foot crankbait down through there and just surprise. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that sea, the sea eagle guy has to be real happy with you catching those big fish on his uh, watercraft. <laughs> I think so. I think so. But awesome. I'm also driving him nuts. He's a great, he, <laughs> he's a great guy, but you know, my enthusiasm, some take sometimes takes me into like a Forrest Gump or a Peter Pan mode, you yeah. know, where I don't necessarily stick to, you know, <laughs> so he wants me to, he obviously wants me to, to, uh, test this thing as a fishing watercraft but i'm telling and i keep sending him all of these texts and, and emails blowing him up going hey man have you ever thought about this being a life uh, guard raft you know have you ever thought about this uh, attaching wings to it and a, and a motor have you ever thought about you know using these as u.s department of game and wildlife resource uh, rescue crafts and i just keep throwing this at him and finally i think i think uh uh, Mr. Hogue finally said, Hey man, we just need to concentrate on the fishing, but I'm telling you, I think of all of that stuff because it, this watercraft, the subcat 10 from sea Eagle, and they have them available right now. I'm not kidding. You is a fish hunter. I don't care what you fish for. This thing is so easy to move, to, to load. It's, I got bad shoulders. I'm 55 years old. I don't, I can't, man, it's hard for me to get stuff up. Or it, it is like effortless to throw this thing up in the back of my truck. I, I love this thing. It is an absolute machine. So it's easy for me to say it's a good fishing machine. I can, I can go on for a long time and, it, and all, I've only had it for what a week and I've caught some of the best fish I've ever had since I've been doing this. So uh, here's one point I would like to make about this particular watercraft as com very competitive kayak bass fishermen that are out there. You know, we're stepping up games. A lot of these guys are spending literally thousands of dollars into these rigs and stuff. And this game's getting very, very competitive. This particular vehicle, if you want a vehicle that's good for pre-fishing, it's over. This yeah. is, it's only a thousand bucks to get you started in one of these things. And that's money well spent to get you on a watercraft like this. That's so easy to go out there and pre-fish spots. Yeah, man. And there's, you know, people are doing that. They're hiring guides now and they're getting in bass boats and, you know, and I guess all, all is fair in love and war. But if you're going in that direction, this is a good watercraft to have. Yeah, you, you've got me interested in trying it. We'll have to hit the water soon. Well, you've been on the 360 Blue Sky work. Yeah. Right. And that's something I haven't been on. So I knew Jason or, uh, uh, yeah, Jason's given me a lot of opportunities to get on that. And uh, just I'm off doing something else and haven't got on it at the time. But I'm anxious to try it out um, that as well. But it's they're very similar and they both have, I think, probably their pros and cons and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, yeah. cool, man. It's a cool story. 
So that's all we got for you guys today. I, I guess we go ahead and uh, do some shout outs now. So we're at the end of the uh, episode. Uh, we got Rocktown Paddle Sports in uh, Illinois. Thank you. Uh, Loveland Canoe and Kayak in Ohio. LCK. Uh, yo. Love them guys there. I love being part of their team. They're awesome. Yes. Uh, hammered Lures. Coyote Sunglasses. Uh, I do like, hey, Coyote Sunglasses performed, and uh, I, I let my son-in-law borrow uh, my Coyote Sunglasses, and he went up into a, a, a place called Zella and a place called Deer Isle, Maine, and there's a lot of water sports and stuff, and they were out there doing, uh, having fun with kids and stuff. Well, a storm came in <clears throat> and he was <clears throat> forced to jump out of the boat and save a couple kids because of the current and the wind and stuff. And doing so he, uh, his, uh, coyotes fell off of his head and, uh, lo and behold, they float. Oh yeah. And he got them back. So there you go. <laughs> that's that's the, a good the first, report. First thing I did when Jason <clears throat> gave me the pair of coyote Bob's sunglasses, I threw them in the water. I was like, I'm checking this. Threw them in yeah, the water. Yeah. They floated. I was like, score. We're good. <laughs> they do They do float, but that's by themselves. You can't use them as a personal flotation device. Yeah. I tried that. They work. <laughs> oh, those are good sunglasses, guys. Check them out. Yes. They got nice designs. The, the lenses are great. They're polarized also. So. Yeah, I'll tell you what. And compared to, uh, uh, to Oakley's. Mm -hmm. some Oakley's that we were, we've been comparing, man, the glare that the coyotes really cut out really are a lot different than the Oakley's. And there's a big difference. You boom, 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 boom. So, Hey, and for the price, <clears throat> wow. You know, yeah. No brainer. Some more shout outs. We got here, uh, Sweetwater Brewing, uh, Fish Mob Lures, Southern Lake Company, uh, uh, Mayo Kayak Anglers and, uh, also, Hammered Lures does a uh, recycled plastics program. Uh, we'll we'll put the uh, his address in the uh, show notes. Uh, if you have uh, any soft plastics that you yeah. need to throw away, don't <clears throat> throw them away. Put them in a box and ship them to the address in the show notes. Uh, he uses those to melt them down and make lures for heroes on the water. And uh, that's something we all support here and something uh, it's just – awesome uh, project he's got going on out there so and i know i know we don't know what to do with those lures man when we get them i just pulled like three of them out of the the kayak you know just mm -hmm. laying out there you know and that thing i know we we it's 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 so easy just to toss it away and at that one but man do get you a little box man just like a little you know tiny box that you can put together and once you start putting you know you get 50 or 60 of those things down in there man put some postage on that and send it out man it's it's it is for a good cause and it's really kind of you know kind of genius in a way you know oh yeah definitely okay, most of those plastics take years to degrade so might as well ship them to somebody who melts them down yeah so you got a shout out man i do i want to get a big shout out to uh port arthur limb lines I want to get a big shout out to Art Preller Jr. and his wife Mitzi. And Art is the creator of the uh, Port Arthur limb line. Again, it's, it's a way that you can go fishing using a limb. It's kind of like a real redneck kind of way to, to you know, go some do some great catfishing and turtle fishing and stuff like that. So check out Port Arthur limb lines and uh, you can just google that port arthur limb line port arthur arkansas and a uh, big shout out to those guys and of course 
big shout out to our team, American Tackle down in Florida and exotic parts around the whole world, man. Big shout out to American Tackle. Go to American Tackle Angler Products and check out some of those pro staff baits they got. You can't go wrong with the crank baits, I'm telling you. Yeah, you're all about those crankbaits. They look nice. So I sure am. You know, it's, yeah, I like crankbaits. <laughs> I'd like to give a, sh- a shout-out to uh, Team Bonafide. Uh, thanks to Luther Cyphers and uh, Greg Timmer for adding me to the team. Uh, it's Absolutely. A, it's been a journey, man. Uh, yeah. Real honor. I love being part of Bonafide. Bunch of, hey, so, good bunch of guys out there. So. Hey, so between me and you, man, are, are you going to – really interested in you know, thinking about one of these special edition kind of limited edition kind i i was thinking about it i had mm-hmm. I, I have until tomorrow to decide so oh ooh, <laughs> gosh which one which one are you thinking i think i'm gonna go tiki oh oh who's that for i wonder it'll huh? be for my wife but i'll yeah, use it on the river <laughs> oh my gosh filled with cake balls yeah (laughs) tripping down the river on those delicious yummy so that's good she deserves it yeah you know something like that you know that's cool that's a beautiful kayak man hate to put you on a spot if you're like it's all good (laughs) (laughs) i bet you'd be in that thing i definitely would so yeah it's it's whatever uh that that's it for our episode guys thanks for listening uh if you got any questions or anything uh of course message uh paddle the letter n finn at gmail.com uh you can find us on facebook and instagram uh and yeah we'll talk to you guys next week tight lines and smooth paddling good job you guys have be safe wear your pfds and uh, god bless Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the Duck Camp Dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. miss thursdays with saltwater experience brought to you by golden boat lifts every thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment